Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, we are in 2 Samuel chapter 22. And remember in the previous episode, we saw that David was in a tremendous time of distress. And we saw what he did. He called up on the name of the Lord. So let's go back to verse 7 and look at 7 and 8, which we looked at in the previous episode, and then we'll press on. Verse 7 says this, In my distress, I called upon the Lord. Yes, I cried to my God, and from his temple he heard my voice, and my cry for help came into his ears. So remember again what happened. He's in distress. What did he do? He called upon the Lord. That really begs the question for us, folks. When we are in distress, <clears throat> what do we do? Do we call upon the Lord? Do we cry? He said, I cried to my God. Okay? He didn't say he cried out. He cried to my God. Okay? Where do we go? Do we try to handle things in our own in distress, or do we immediately turn and walk with him day in and day out? So what was God's response? And from his temple he heard my voice, and my cry for help, there we go, came into his ears. So he heard. What did the Lord do then, verse 8? Then the earth shook and quaked. The foundations of heaven were trembling and were shaken because he was angry. The Lord was actually angry on behalf of David, what was going on. And it says the earth shook and quaked. I think that very well could be in the natural. The foundations of the heavens were trembling. You say, well, could that be in the natural? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell you what, I think we, particularly as Western believers, make a grievous mistake in thinking that we understand everything about what happens within the natural and what happens within the heavenly realm. The more and more I learn, the more I'm convinced that we're pretty clueless about such. So the earth shakes and quake. The foundation of the heavens are trembling. Everything is shaken because he's angry. Verse 9, smoke went up out of his nostrils. Fire from his mouth devoured. Coals were kindled by it. Well, what in the world do you think that might mean? I mean, what could be going on here? He says, smoke comes out of his nostrils. Does God have nostrils? Well, we know God the Father is spirit. But quite often in the scripture, he's described in what's called an anthropomorphic way that we attribute it, attribute human characteristics to God to best understand some things about God. We'll speak of the face of God. We'll speak of the hand of God, right? God doesn't have a corporeal body as such. God the Father doesn't. God the Son does, okay? But not God the Father. So what is, what is he saying here? The smoke went out of his nostrils. Well, it's within the context of him being angry, you thought that smoke coming out of the nostrils was just an angry bull in the cartoons of the 40s and 50s, right? <laughs> you thought this sounds like a fire-breathing dragon. Well, it sort of does. Fire comes out of his mouth. And you say, well, there are no such thing as fire-breathing dragons. Oh, as a matter of fact, there are. And there were. There's even animals right now 
that when something tries to swallow it, they expel spell fire from their body and burn the mouth. Uh, a great example is the bombardier beetle. Uh, but I, I digress. He's given a picture of the anger of God here. The smokes are literally coming out of his nostrils. The fire from his mouth that devours. And it's so hot that it's kindling coal. It's kindling coal is the anger of, the, of God here. There's also some things here that does do probably tie into what happened within the natural, okay? The Lord very well might have sent forth fire from heaven. He's done it in the scripture before. We saw yesterday in verse 18 how God did come along and rescue him, deliver him. And we saw in verse 15 that God sent forth lightning. And we know that lightning will start fires, okay? So the Lord could have sent forth fire that was so hot that it kindled coal. Verse 10, he continues, God, he bowed the heavens also and came down with thick darkness under his feet. So it talks about a thick darkness that come from the heaven, that the heavens were bowed down at the command of the Lord. So what's going on here? Is it the kind of thing that God actually responded in the natural uh, to David? Uh, I think likely. Yeah, I think it's the fact that the earth shook, that the foundations of the heaven were trembling. Here the heavens bowed down, that he brought the heavens down in such thick darkness. Could it have been such an intense thunderstorm and such that it did battle for David? Could be. There's no doubt. There's other accounts in the scripture where God sent forth lightning, where God brought hailstones. I've mentioned that before. And defeated an army with hailstones. He defeated an army with wind. He's defeated an army with uh, locusts. Okay, all sorts of things like that, okay? So here, the Lord bows down the heavens. He comes down in thick darkness under his feet. So here we see the Lord being described as having nostrils, as having a mouth, as having feet. Verse 11, and he rode on a cherub and flew, and he appeared on the wings of the winds. So David is describing the Lord as riding on a cherub. Really? What's a cherub? You know, we talk about cherubim. Yeah, it's an angelic being. So does this mean that the Father God or the Lord Jesus Christ is riding on the back of a cherub? Or could it mean that this angelic being, this cherub, is the one that came along and that what the Lord was doing that he rode along on that cherub means that he is executing what he's doing in and through this angelic being. And he appeared on the wings of the wind. Now, yeah, I'll grant you it's poetic language, but I think there's a lot more to this than just the poetic language. Listen to verse 12. And he made darkness canopies around him. Canopies? It's the idea of pavilions or dwelling places around him a mass of water, thick clouds of the sky. From the brightness before him, coals of fire were kindled. He mentions that coals of fire again, okay? That whatever this brightness is is coming forth, and he's about to mention a couple of verses, the thing of uh, lightning here, but it's this brilliant brightness that's occurring right here, okay? This lighting coals of fire. Then verse 14, the Lord thundered from heaven and the Most High uttered his voice. So what is this all in response to? 
Let's not lose sight of that. That's the reason I'm sort of pacing myself here. Okay, I don't want us to lose sight of it. Remember how David started? He said, hey, this is a song right here. And it was written about when the day that the Lord delivered me. And David declared that the Lord was his rock and his fortress and his deliverer, that he was a horn of his salvation. David declared that he was encompassed by the waves of death and torrents of destruction, right? Cores of shield about to drive him down the snares of death. But in his distress, he called upon the Lord and he cried out and the Lord heard his voice. Now David's describing all that the Lord did. And I believe it's in the natural, the earth shaking, all this kind of stuff. And all the thing that the Lord did to bring forth victory in the name of, his, uh, in the, name of uh, the Lord to his servant. Say what, I better stop right here because there's even more. And we'll look at that in the next episode. 22nd chapter, 2 Samuel. Go check it out and see what the Lord says to you. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you later. Goodbye.